Welcome to the Invincible Innovation Show, the podcast for changemakers. Each week, I talk to the most fascinating entrepreneurs and innovation leaders about innovation, strategy, and design. Hey, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about automating your business with AI, a very, very interesting topic that I'm sure most of you would be interested in. Welcome to Invincible Innovation Live Show. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm Adima Zolkario, Product Innovation and Value Creation Expert, and I'll be your host. And today, I have a very, very special friend and a guest called Barak. Hi, Barak. Alan. <laughs> Hi. So happy to see you. Barak Almog is a digital transformation specialist, automation expert, and data scientist. And a very interesting person to talk to. I read you some, a few sentences about Barak. Barak is the owner of SellerFrame.com, an AI expert and full-stack developer, digital transformation specialist, automates online businesses for a living. Blogger, speaker, and founder of several online communities dedicated to building a solid, sustainable, self-running online business. Wow. We're live on LinkedIn, <laughs> YouTube, and Facebook, and you're so invited to join the discussion and ask questions. Okay, now we can start. So what is the secret to a successful digital transformation and automation project? Oh, well, we are diving right in. So first, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, this was, this sounds, this sounded very, very complex, but so almost like, you know, sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, they're talking on someone else, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope it, it gets the message. So um, uh, maybe just in one sentence, I'm going to give uh a little bit of context. So first of all, everything that Adi just said. And, and actually before that, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. And you know, um, th this session, we talked about it a month ago and I yeah. arrived like that. <laughs> with tons and, of uh, WhatsApp in the middle with uh, lots of the yeah, links yeah, that yeah. sending from both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm actually, uh, I, I love, you know, going live in these sessions because uh, like you mentioned, what I do mostly and I mean, when people don't know me, then I have to make it short. And I say that I automate businesses for, for a living. I automate stuff, you know, and businesses, I automate stuff in my own personal life. And now with the AI um, revolution, that just seems like it's exploded about, I don't know, five, six um, months ago, it, it kind of accelerated everything else. And I, I love these uh, sessions personally, um, because it's, a, it's an opportunity for me to um, to share, share what I'm doing and, and put you know a lot of that knowledge out there and and usually let, later on in retrospective people come and, and talk to me and they and they tell me that some things that I said kind of change stuff in uh, you know in how they do things or how they think so it's kind of you know i i do a lot of stuff um automating stuff on my end that seems trivial to me but it makes changes on other uh, people's uh, businesses and I'm, I'm hoping i can um share a lot of that here today and yeah. give anyone that's listening a push in the right direction sure. <laughs> okay so, so let's start so just with describing what is digital transformation and automation. So we'll be aligned of like what people come with and how do you solve it for them? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try actually to um, scrap away the hype out of uh, you know, everything that we're talking about because this is uh, one of the things that I don't like 
um, hype kind of stands in the way. So digital transformation tra transformation sounds uh, um, you know quite sophisticated, but essentially it's the process of taking a business that is doing something, anything. Uh, I'm guess mostly online. I, I don't know. It's not relevant for me to talk about offline businesses. So I'm going to talk about online businesses doing something, anything, um, you know, in, in a repetitive manner and then automating that. So obviously the first thing you're going to look is the CRM, you know, how, how you deal with the leads, with sales and uh, all the small um, menial tasks that you do on day to day, which maybe send invoices, follow up and stuff like the setting up meetings uh, to even higher level um, uh, stuff like, you know, um, executing projects that I, I, I do for a living, you know, when I built a new system for an, a business and that's that's a project that a lot of that I can I automate. So digital transformation is taking your business and, and putting as much as possible, uh, deliver, you know, transferring as much as possible responsibility to a machine, to the computer. Right. And um, and uh, I actually got a lot. I got probably three years of experience as a, as a service provider and agency owner, and more so as you know, someone that automated stuff for myself. I'm gonna maybe try to touch a couple of points. Uh, for you, you ask, what is the secret yeah. to successful? But I so wanted the, to ask before that if, yeah. if there are CRMs. Like I I, I have a CRM. So what, in addition to that, is needed? Because if I have a CRM, right? So I have my okay, salespeople aligned, and marketing yeah, sometimes, yeah. and phone calls, and follow-ups, right? So what are we, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what's different? That's, that's actually a good question. It wasn't on, uh, <laughs> it wasn't on. <laughs> no, but, I want to no, but I, I like it. I like it. And, <laughs> So first of all, CRM is um, sometimes it's a rather broad, broad term or um, maybe vague. You know, you, you uh, if if one person talks about CRM and another, it's not true. You know, where, where the boundaries that each right. one sets for their CRM. So you know, someone for for one person, it's just taking care of leads, but then another um, includes a project execution in it. So. Right. Um, the, the question was, um, what other systems are there? So I'm going to give you an example with the first system that I automated. And I it actually started with my own business. I was, um, for a while, I was in an outsourcing agency. I used to hire uh, virtual assistants in the Philippines as a service for other businesses. And I had an assistant that did it for me. And uh, probably three years ago, she, she quit. You know, she burned out. And, you know, we had like... Uh, I went through a patch in the business and I found myself having to do this all by myself. And this is a lot of stuff that I didn't like, like sending emails and, uh, you know, bringing in details, um, you know, information of recruitees and, and, and putting them in my, uh, you know, my excels, what I had back then. So I automated that and I used a software that I'm going to talk about in a bit. It's called Airtable and it's, uh, it's, it's kind of an online database that I use to automate everything, literally. And I just kind of put, I, I projected the process on that software and all that stuff that I didn't like to do, um, it was automated. You, you know, getting the details, sending emails, booking appointment, getting interviews and all that stuff. So this is just one thing that people don't 
necessarily think about when they think about automation, but, um, and I'm going to tell you that back then I was an agency and I had to automate that for my own operation, but client, most of my clients that are buyers of this system, they're just, just businesses that hire regularly. So this is something that they automate, which is not a CRM. And yeah. I, I can give more examples. I'm going to yeah. give them later on. I would say something uh, that I'm aware of that these CRMs are, are very generic and it takes lots of time in order to customize yeah. them in many cases. Yeah. And yeah. if I want something very specific or a very small portion of their total capabilities, it will take me a long time just to understand what I need to do in order to get exactly what I want. I'm actually going to touch that. I, I got <laughs> this good. is like. I got so much to say, it, but uh, let me let me start. Actually, uh, Abi, yeah. I, I hope it's okay to tell you. Send me a bunch of questions. You know, that's right, like kind of, right, of course. And and they were amazing because I I had a lot of bit, I had some time to think about them, and I got a lot to give in each one. So the first one was what what is the secret for uh, to a successful digital transformation? Right, right. Um, uh, process in a business, and th this is. Uh, you know, uh, it might seem like, you know, kind of um, um, a no-brainer thinking, but I actually have uh, some experience there, and I know a lot of business owners get this wrong. So the, f the first one, I must touch it, is use AI. <laughs> but yeah. I know this is kind of like, I, mean, I, I was actually uh, thinking about leaving it to the last item, but uh, since this is our session, it's becoming right. more prominent. So this is the first one, but we're going to come back to that. Second yeah. one is really, really, really important is know your, know your processes. And what, what I mean is that even if you approach a professional, you know, an agency or someone, you know, on my field that does this for you, the automation, you still need to know how, you, how your things are done. Okay, because if someone comes to me and they say, hey, build me a CRM and they are not able to describe the process uh, that they are currently doing for me, then... Um, uh, for me, it's like a red alert that maybe I'm going to end up with a customer that's un unhappy. And for them, they might get a CRM, which is the vision of someone else. And it's not going to yeah. solve the problem. Right. Uh, second one, uh, so you, you need to know your process, at least describe them like kind of in a list of what's happening after what. The second um, um, point is be realistic. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, lots of the time, you know, business owners or just people that want to automate stuff, they they kind of want stuff happen that is um, it's, it's I don't know it's like uh, it's it's more than uh, is possible. And I'm gonna give like uh, I don't know uh, I don't know one example that uh, someone that would want for a hiring process, for example, um, uh, a, um, system that would take the recording of a candidate and analyze their voice and then get what that person is. So, okay, maybe part of that is kind of worth discussion, but you know, we're venturing into the, why do you need it realm? So be yeah. realistic and then yeah. be minimalistic. It's like the other side of that cone. If you're building a CRM, this is so, so important. You know, people come to me and they want to do, a, they, they hear about Hubsta and HubSpot and a bunch of stuff, and then they want to, keep all the emails and all the messages and everything inside that system. And this not only is costing them a lot of resources like time and money, and there is a huge learning curve, curve okay? And this, this actually hurts the business. Uh, 
But what's worse is that you might be end, end up building something that you won't need. Because when I say be minimalistic, build what you need is, uh, you know, and that's actually my next point. Don't build system for the next decade. It's because you don't know what you're going to need. When you build a system, you develop. You understand your business better. So build um, sparsingly. And, uh, and I'm actually going to give some examples a bit later on. And then the last yeah. point is use use AI, by, but smartly. Yeah. So so that's my next question. What, what has changed with automation, with ChatGPT and AI? What is the difference for you? You had some great questions there. Um, so I'm coming for the I'm coming from the background, and for the past I guess um, two and a half years, two and a half years out of the last three years, I used mostly no code tools like uh, Make and Zapier and stuff that uh, probably most of our listening listeners uh, I have heard of, and on that on that realm on that you know uh, area. I guess not a lot has changed. Still, a lot has to be done by hand. You know, it's connecting pieces, and right. much, much of the automation field is today governed by, I want to say, semi-technical individuals, which is okay, by the way. People that graduated from some online course and are able to connect pieces to each other together. Right. And um, when you already know what you want to, to build, then that part of the work is is not really a problem. The issues. They lie in testing what you build, which is it's a huge thing with uh, no-code tools. Very hard to test uh, systematically with validating and with reusing parts, uh, and of course in the higher level abstractions like designing your system properly and this is very methodically. So this brings me to the other uh, part of automation, which is automation automation using coding tools. So I build. And today, in the last probably six months, and especially since um, ChatGPT uh, broke into our life, I build Node.js servers. Uh, these are backends that support, you know, all the automation on uh, on the server side. And there is a real earthquake is happening. The speed in which uh, new tools and new methods develop is is simply mind boggling. And you know, yeah. I, I saw some stuff like. Uh, uh, people that set set up websites using voice tools, they just say what they want, and a lot of stuff happens, and you got a website live. And, and I saw yeah. it. There is a YouTube video about it. And yeah. I personally use, I'm going to describe it uh, in, in a bit. I use ChatGPT for higher-level abstractions. So I, I uh, for, for the most part, and it's a complicated process, describe what I want and start to break it down. And I got uh, ChatGPT throughout the way kind of, bringing me, doing the low-level stuff or bringing my ideas to life. I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so so what you're saying is in the level of the ideation or in the level of the code itself, building the components that are needed? Both, 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 both. I got, I got two tools working in tandem. So ChatGPT is the ideation, and this is my mentor, and it teaches me stuff. And then uh, I got both ChatGPT and GitHub Copilot, that actually um, create the functions and the code for me. And yeah. it's, not a, it's not a magic button, and I got stuff to say about that also, but this is the basic uh, plot of it. Yeah. And um, I, it 10x my productivity, and I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. 
Okay, so what is the potential of AI and automation? And could you give us some examples of what have you done before ChatGPT and now what is the change, the 10x that you're talking about? Um, okay, yeah, this, uh, this is something that I had, you know, kind of prepared for. Uh, we're going into the heavy stuff. I'll try to describe it. This is kind of new, you know, before, before ChatGPT. So I'm going to give you, first of all, an example. Okay, so I... I um, probably six months ago when the AI stuff started to come out, I think ChatGPT was not yet, you know, in the front. Uh, this is maybe a thing of the last four months, I guess. So, but AI tools were available, especially GitHub Copilot. And I started building the solution to, to clients, you know, to automate their CRM, their hiring system, all that stuff. I brought it up from, from no code to code. And one of the things that happened, you know, because while I have technical background, I was never um, officially a software developer. Um, I found out that my 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 backend was becoming very complex, and it was it couldn't support any scaling up, like you know, more systems for one person and do more stuff because you know you have to keep a lot of stuff in your head. So one thing that I did. And it was probably, I guess, two and a half months ago. I sat down with the one Saturday, one uh, one weekend, and I asked ChatGPT to um, help me solve this problem. I told him I need an architecture for a complex backend of a, of a business uh, using Node.js server, and it gave me the idea. And what I did was uh, I asked I asked the AI to describe it, the, the steps that I need to build what he described with a, a simple uh, a simple example. He really just, he really plot out, you know, the folder structure and everything that I need on a high level. And then I asked it to walk with me step-by-step step and build it together. And I did. And it took me three days. And what I built, I use till today. This is like kind of a template backend that I use to slice pieces from to clients that need solutions. And what I loved about it, it's the end of those three days where we're completely done with ChatGPT on the high level, the mentor and GitHub Copilot. I did not only have a better solution, I, I was actually uh, a better programmer because I learned stuff that there was no way I would have learned um, unless, I don't know, I would take probably like five or six full courses on Udemy. And I, I guess the three days, were the equivalent of 30 days of work at the very least. So when I'm saying 10x, I mean 10x or even more. Um, I now you're saying the potential. The, um, it's not only that it's faster, it's the fact that you could not have done it before and now you could do it. And the implications are so big because as you mentioned, instead of seeing a few courses on Udemy, just to understand the concept, you could just go exactly to what you need and learn from example. And of course we learn much better for something that we need and only the, yeah. the topics that are interesting for us, right? Oh, you hit a nerve. And I, I mean, I'm talking, I'm, I'm gonna talk a lot about coding because that's my world, but I'm very well aware of what um, most people need. And one thing that is like completely game changing for me is that I don't need to go through five or eight hours or even two hours of course to get to what I need. And and I just, you know, I get I get like the steps, I implement them. If I need 
further dive in, then I ask more about that point. And if I need a course, if I feel that I need to know that topic, uh, you know, in and out, I'm going to go and take a course. But I say probably 98% of what I would have go to, I don't know, Udemy before or even YouTube. And by the way, I have, <laughs> I actually was going to take it to another level. And uh, I said, I'm working on something fascinating. It's one of the things today um, that I'm doing is, you know, my vision is to get at our requirements from a client in just like an everyday text and um, click a button, essentially, which is not really, but, you know, so, so to speak, and get on the other end, the specification of the system, which I'm talking about all the entities the workflows so someone you know like yourself can come and tell me barack i'm doing the podcast on a weekly basis these are uh, my processes automated for me so we're going to take your words put it in the machine and we're going to get a specification that essentially is matching this structure of my um, back-end architecture and this is not wishful thinking this is actually happening and i, I want to say i know I, I i can dive into this forever but the approach that I took uh, is probably reusable to every business owner. It's not just for coding. Most of the stuff is a high-level approach. Ask ChatGPT to build a system yeah. for me. So, yeah. so I want to understand the example that you gave. Okay. So I have a business. And I have a prospect. I, I do marketing. Then I create prospects. Out of them, I want to call some of them or send them emails or send them information. Then I want to sell them, and some of them would start a project with me. And let's say the project is, I don't know, a service which is outside the online business. Okay. How do I describe it for you? I tell you, okay, I'm looking for people, and I'm going for LinkedIn and doing this and that. And then I find the, the, the uh, people who are, it sounds good for me. And how, how do you do the implementation out of what I just described, which I think most online businesses more or less would go to <laughs> Facebook, LinkedIn, do the marketing, then find someone. Exactly. Like, how do you do it? Like, give me an well, example. You, you have a process and your process yeah. is essentially, um, is, is essentially, let's say that we're talking about um, podcast session or a live session that you are uh, setting up. But before you set up a live session, you need to have a person uh, for that session. So I, I see here, and this kind of develops, you know, but I see here essentially two main uh, entities. The first one is sifting through like candidates. Okay, so you have some sort of search process, right? right. So you got... Uh, yeah, you got, you know, one entity is candidates or people, just call it people. And you kind of, you have a, a large list and each one of those people uh, is not the same. I'm talking on, you know, the information system level. When that person is like a line in my, is a record in my information system. Yeah, and that record, sure. it, it goes through stages. So if I want to automate what you do and throughout those stages, you, you do stuff, right? You know, for, if I'm talking about the person, and I'm going to divide it to person and in a session. So the person kind of for me is like, you know, starts when you reach out to someone that potentially looks good and ends up when you say, okay, you know, that this is a podcast in the making. That person is, is a suitable guest. So then starts the podcast record. For that, that person, you still need to do some things that, by the way, are very similar to just like a CRM process. You know, you have to reach out to them. 
maybe send an email. That email can be automated. You need to send uh, maybe a booking link. So, you know, you can do that like in a back and forth in WhatsApp, but, or you can just like click a, bit, a button and that person gets an email with your Calendly link and uh, so on. And each one of those steps is a state. Okay, so you can think of like, you know, a block, um, like, you know, blocks in your flow. That's yeah, yeah. when you describe something for me, which I mean, I described it for you, which probably yeah. kind of follows maybe in a way what you do. So I take that and then we put it in, in one of those, uh, I use Airtable for that, where you have to click buttons to get stuff happen, ro rolling that state. And um, what I described to you here, and I'm gonna bring it up to the AI, this is actually a methodical way of thinking. And when I started kind of trying to automate it, you, you can't just tell the AI, create a system for me and it happens. You need to break it down for them to simpler, uh, more bite-sized bite chunks. So I requested it to describe for me, and I hope this is kind of, uh, it's clear to most of my uh, our listener. Mm -hmm. I said to build for me a, a pseudocode, which is kind of, it, it looks like a code, but it's not really, that describes the process. So this yeah. is kind of like scaffolding that helps me take us to the next step of building the actual yeah. component. Yeah, uh, this wasn't possible without the AI. So I don't know how it. And, and I think that you showed me that, for example, let's say let's talk about the candidate emails. I'm telling you, I'm looking for people who are, I know, like key speakers who are in this topic and they have this amount of experience, whatever. So you go and search, and more than that, you could uh, take these components into the email and describe the email differently. Comparing to, to the requirements to the specific person that you're talking to, right? Exactly. It's not only yeah, exactly. and then they place the right now you have that that you have like place the name of of the company in here, and it's much more complicated than that, right? Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Like when I, for example, uh, yeah, when when we send, I don't know, I'm gonna take it, you know, to the lead management process. Uh, when yeah. I get a new lead, then there is a process which is. In a way, it's kind of similar, you know, you book a meeting and stuff like that. And then you might want to send a, a contract. So a lot of the, the people that talk to me, business owners, want to automate that stuff. Their contract is either a PDF that they just send or, um, or maybe they have to go through altering it every time themselves. So we got uh, Google Docs and there are softwares for that, like DocuSign. But I use Google Docs. It just simply pulls the data from Airtable for that record and then incorporates it into the document. And I can incorporate it in anywhere I want, in emails and anything else. So, yeah, so the process kind of depends on what you got in the um, in, your, in your system. And, again, um, you know, one of the topics here is how can we use AI to leverage that so did you see what we did? We kind of took our discussion on your process and we took it to the record, to the data level. And when I got the data, that's it. I mean, I can do whatever I want with it. I can send it yeah. to the AI, do whatever I want with it. Yeah. Um, and I got some examples to talk about later on. Okay, okay, we can have examples now. I just want to say that once you search someone and you see their details, you could, um, create some kind of an intro line or a few sentences about their company 
which is without reading all the data and going to countries, whatever, and finding the data, and you could do it all automatically, like a person that would try to find the best candidate or a lead, doesn't matter, right? So yeah. that's the big, I uh -huh. think, one of the big things that most people say, okay, I currently have someone doing these for me, right? Going and searching on LinkedIn or in Facebook, whatever, or doing marketing. And you could uh, customize something which is personalized for this specific person when you write something for him. I actually have something to say about it. And one of the points that you, you know, when we first just started talking, you, know, you asked, you know, one of the questions was, what's the secret to a successful digital transformation project? And I want to add a point to that, which relevant to what I'm going to say is that don't try to solve a bigger problem than you're able to. Don't try to chew, you know, a, to bite more than you can chew. And I'm going to explain that. So let's say that we're talking about your podcast um, okay. candidates system which is very similar to outsourcing uh, where you try you you know you talk with people and you evaluate them and one of the things that you know you're doing probably is kind of you know you, you are involved in the web you see stuff online and you say oh you know this is interesting and maybe you sometimes you even actively searching i'm not sure right. but you know i can i can guess so then you know if someone hears me speaking then they say wow the ai can do that for me so i'm gonna take the ai and let that thing go through the web and bring me stuff according to criteria. But uh, this is actually a bigger problem than it seems, you know, just sending your machine to the web and maybe some websites don't like bots and some, you know, it's too big of a problem to solve. So what I would do here, and I use that approach with everything, I would break that problem and try to not automate what I don't necessarily have to automate. So for example, I can hire a VA for, I don't know, three, four, five dollars an hour, depends on your budget, on, you know, um, and that's why I will scour the web for me. And this is something that's very common. And he will bring those people into my system. He will be the, the entry point. You know, he knows the criteria. I can talk with him. I can change it. And I don't need to have a, an automation for that. And once I got all this the, the information in my system, which is, for me, again, it's Airtable, then AI can take over. So what I'm saying is that uh, a process doesn't necessarily have to be an all or nothing. You can automate just the, the, the stuff that you need. Uh, you can AI yeah. the stuff that you need. So tell um, us some of the tools that businesses need to know about automation. So you mentioned Airtable, but other yeah, than yeah. that, other tools. Well, you are setting me up uh, <laughs> to the next uh, question, which is great, because that's the basis that I need. I'm actually going to keep this kind of uh, minimal. Uh, whenever this topic is brought, uh, what tools you use, and uh, this kind of this tends to get out of hand. You know, I feel like a lot of names are thrown in the air. Uh, people say, wow, Click, ClickUp is the best. You just have to use it on Monday or Pipedrive. But, and I'm not, these are flavors, but I'm going to keep it in Airtable and make um, Airtable. It's like I mentioned this, and it's something, I guess this is a system that every business owner uh, needs to know because um, yeah. Airtable is, is a visual online database, which means that, you know, other databases, like uh, if you have, I don't know, like every website that you use, they got an, a database which is kind of inaccessible. Airtable is like the database exposed. You, you actually put the records there and you see them and you can slice them and you can do whatever you want with them. 
the, the, the big, um, I don't know, the big message that they brought was, first of all, it uh, was very easy to learn. It's integratable to everything with API, with tools. It's very easy to integrate it to whatever you want. So this is like kind of the hub for me for automation. It synchronizes tables and bases. Uh, so it's, it's very easy not only to automate stuff, but to keep like a business database in the right way. You know, you, don't, you have a lead, a person, you don't have to update them in um, 100 places, just one. Um, and so all this brings me to a, what I, li I like to think of Airtable like, like water, you know, like Bruce Lee said, it takes the form of your business as it grows. Okay, so I can take whatever you bring me and, and throw it on Airtable and then uh, mold Airtable uh, to the system according to what you need. And um, th this is actually, you know, I said don't build beyond what you need. This is one of the things that I like, I like about it. You kind of, you build, you implement your minimal solution. And let's say that you got other stuff going on, like Notion or ClickUp or a pipe drive. They can live peacefully by each other and you don't have to choose. The second tool is Make, which is, uh, it, they were called Integromat. They kind of came after Zapier. It's an automation platform that I personally still use them, but I do a lot in code. I think that for business owner, it's it's a really valuable tool because you can automate a lot of stuff for yourself. You don't even need to be extreme. You don't need to be a programmer. Just have some logical thinking. Very easy to learn it. And I'm going to give an honorary mention to Notion that <laughs> I used as a note-taking uh, software, but now I uh, they got databases also. Um, I, I do a lot of stuff with it. But yeah. uh, let's keep it in Airtable and Make. So and these make. are my, my, yeah, my top three. Okay. Um, do, do you think that, what is the, like, in most cases, most, most people will say, okay, technical people are the ones who are dealing with the data, with the database, with the, it's not for me, right? Uh, do you yeah, think yeah. It's more and more people maybe like a bit connected to technology or understands online businesses could do that or they need someone who is really you know an expert like you to do so um i i do i can do really a lot of complicated stuff and i, I love it you know i can't stop talking about it it's for me it's like magic it's the closest thing to be but um what I'm, I'm, I'm getting at is that it's, it's easy to get overwhelmed and sometimes a lot of business owners tend to leave the technical stuff to other. And I think it's a mistake. Uh, if you think about, you know, um, when I say, I mean, we're probably the same generation. My parents were not the best with the programming, the VCR. And I just did it, you know, uh, yeah. so, right. We, we, are, we are all technical. And if you have an, an online business you should, and you learn to work with ClickUp or Notion, you should be able to know how to automate simple stuff on yourself. And I got clients that, like, for example, wedding photographers, which are great people. And, you know, they got complicated processes. And most of the stuff is online. And I build system for them. And, uh, yeah, um, I, and I found out that they learn how to do that themselves and they can make small changes. And this is a huge advantage over other people that don't. Uh, so right. it's not just for technical people. I think it's a toolbox that for the most part, everyone at least know to have to know, you know what you got so yeah. you can navigate it. Uh, yeah. I got, by the way, a few examples of processes mm -hmm. that each business owner can probably automate today and use AI as well. 
Sure, I'd um, love to hear. <laughs> I'm kind of barging ahead, don't I? <laughs> sure. No, yeah. I'm with you. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I'm um, I'm well aware that, uh, and this is, by the way, sometimes it's a problem that when I talk about these things, I might get too technical. And I try to kind of bring it down to a level that's more accessible to other people because otherwise no one will ever do anything. So if we're talking about workflows that could be optimized with AI, and I'm glad we talked about Airtable because I'm going to, I'm going to use simple stuff with all of them. The main business domains that every business has is sales and marketing and projects which or services or product deliveries, how you execute your, uh, your promise, you know, finances and maybe administration or operation. So if we're talking about finances, for example, okay, I got a table in Airtable, which by the way, I think I have, a, I'm not sure if it's in Hebrew or English. I probably have a YouTube video that describes how to automate your uh, invoices and filing process. You get an invoice in email and it kind of jumps into your Airtable account and kind of becomes a record. I use that all the time and my accountant get, I uh, just have a permanent link I don't need to tell him anything. He knows how to get the invoices. It's automatic. But one thing that I wasn't able to do is if I got a new invoice, I couldn't, um, uh, I, you know, I, I had to like manually type in the details, how much and the currency. So yeah. uh, one of the things that I did with AI, and this is not with ChatGPT, I connected directly to the OpenAI interface, is have the AI read the, the PDF of the invoice and pull out all the data and just put it in the, the, in the data structure. And what amazed me is that uh, the AI knows how to do it, not only with just English invoices were fairly obvious, it was able to actually decipher a Hebrew invoice and pull out, and it was even able to identify the, the supplier name and translate it to English, which was wow. not written in yeah, and, and this is, uh, I, I mean, this this is just the way that I described it. It's absolutely amazing. And, you know, if you are wow. a business that gets a lot of invoices, this is a huge hassle. And what right. I described can, can be done, by the way, with Make. You don't need to be a coder for that. And, and by the way, if, yeah. if someone wants to learn how to, I have a product in Gumroad that is a customer service Automate, uh, automated process where essentially the AI uh, reads reviews in Airtable and um, summarizes the issues, uh, provides you with a sentiment, positive, negative, or neutral, and offers a few responses. And this thing is completely, I created like a product. Uh, it's priced, but I'm not really selling it. I'd be happy to give everyone that's listening a coupon. And it shows uh, how to take it to your own Airtable account to set up the make processes. And even if you're good with coding, I got some few, some snippets of JavaScript. You got it all there. So wow. uh, I, yeah, feel, I, very... I feel that we need a, a, a separate a episode only on these like tips and tricks, what could be done. And maybe we could add links to, to that. But we're yeah, almost done with time. Although we, we've done, I think, like 50% of what we wanted, but that's fine as long as we're like happy that we, we've done it. So what is your number one tip for leaders and business owners today? Yeah, well, actually, we kind of touched it already, but I'm going to uh, repeat, repeat it because it's, it's really important. Um, 
again, it's easy to, you know, to be overwhelmed with what's happening now. And I'm also kind of getting overwhelmed with the AI fatigue. I heard it probably two or three days ago and, uh, and, and leave it to other people. But I'm, I'm saying don't because this thing is a bigger revolution than anything that we've probably seen in the last five years. And I want to say more, but I don't know. And just your competitors, whoever you are, are already there. And, you know, they're automating stuff and they're going to be delivering in speeds that you weren't, weren't uh, you, could, you couldn't believe that's possible. So what I'm trying to say is don't don't leave it to your competitor. Invest some time in, in bringing AI to your own processes. The, the customer service stuff that I um, just mentioned, like I said, it's free. I'm going to be happy to give a 100% coupon to everyone that listens to this. Go there, watch it, see how you can bring Airtable to your own processes and feel free to also reach out to me. Um, sure. So that's the last question. How could people do that? So we, we mentioned selenbrain.com okay, yeah. and you're Almog. So tell us. Yeah, okay. So first of all, I'll, um, a small apology, I guess. The website... Stuff is happening really fast lately. The website maybe still reflects the hiring time of my period. So maybe sellerfriend.com is not the best right time to reach out to me. So you can get me on, first of all, on LinkedIn. My username is Barak Almog, just like, you know, my name with no spaces. Uh, my username in, in Facebook also, if you prefer, that is also Barak.Almog, uh, facebook.com, Barak.Almog. You can get me there. And there is actually a, way, uh, a group that I uh, created probably around three or four months ago. It's called Made by AI. Uh, Facebook.com groups made by AI. And um, a lot of the stuff that I do, I share there. Um, I guess these wow. are probably the best places to get to me right now. Wow, thanks, Barak. It's been so, so interesting. And I'm sure we could have like at least Another another full episode only on that. So thank you for for joining me. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy. I mean, I'm happy always when someone invites me. So thanks thanks for giving me the opportunity, and I'm glad yeah. it was you know valuable. Sure, sure. And to all of you change makers out there, thank you for joining us. And if you want to learn more about what I do, go to invincibleinnovation.com, and I'll see you next week with another innovative, insightful talk. See ya. I'm Adima Zaukario, and you've been listening to the Invincible Innovation Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, invincibleinnovation.com, where you can learn more about our programs and my book, Innovating Through Chaos. I'll be waiting for you next week in our next episode. Thank you for listening.